Welcome to More Impact. For the next 20 minutes or so, I hope to inspire you to step up and make more impact in every part of your life. I'm Deborah Ogden, and for over 15 years, I've been working with clients to step up and stand out with a powerful personal brand. Through this podcast, I want to bring you ideas and inspiration to allow you to do the same. Hello there. I hope you've had a super, super week. I've been busy with my head down this week, actually, working on my signature program, my personal brand masterclass that will be coming out in January. And my goodness me, it's a steep learning curve. I'm working with some brilliant experts, as I've mentioned before, but um, just learning and delivering content in a different way and streamlining content and oh it's the old story you don't know what you don't know and it's when you're working on something and you come across something and then it doesn't work and you have to work out how how you can move forward and it's always a challenge isn't it especially when you're working to a deadline and then things take longer because you've got to figure it all out and yeah I end up Googling or looking on YouTube or upgrading to the paid version, that old chestnut which came up today. So, um, yeah, but we're always learning. And I truly believe that every day is a school day and we've always got more to learn. And it's, it's a sad day when we're not learning more and we're not moving forward. And this is all relevant to this week's topic which was inspired by a podcast I was listening to the Leeds Business Podcast which is relatively newly released by a contact of mine Phil Fraser and Phil and I were introduced a few years ago when I delivered some presentation skills training for some of his team and at the time he was running the the business that he'd founded called Witch Bingo, which he later sold to a PLC in a multi-million pound deal. And he took all that he learnt and much of his experience and success and describes himself now as a business sounding board. And he's incredibly generous with his knowledge. And I know he's supported many young businesses and startups. And as part of that, he, he's he been toying, I know through conversations, he's been toying with the idea of a podcast for a long while now. And I invited him as a guest on my podcast on brand with so if you're interested in his story which really is fascinating then do tune in and we had a really good chat and he said oh I think he'd quite enjoyed the medium of podcasting and he'd been on quite a few since then anyway he now has his own podcast highly recommended Leeds Business Podcast and I have to confess I've not managed to listen to many of them just because of my uh, work around the program but I did listen this week to one on the biscuit which 
was a company founded by two young mums in 2016 and they've got a really fascinating story and they set up a business they wanted to run their business around the school run and around young children and now they employ young mums and the team all have complete flexibility around their childcare and school runs and nursery and children being ill etc and that is the core of how they run their business and a a funny story around the biscuery because I became aware of it because another of my great business pals Paul Dodd who did all my branding um, Paul rebranded for them and it's a beautiful brand actually if you look it up and it's the biscuit, biscuits with heart, and their signature biscuit looks like what many of us of a certain age would call a jammy dodger, but um, they're all handmade and they're beautiful, and I'm sure they'd be horrified to be compared with a jammy dodger. But I became aware of them and their branding on LinkedIn, and then I started seeing people posting, and you know how much I love random acts of kindness and... I love sending things in the post and actually this week a good friend of mine sent me a beautiful journal and a thank you card in the post because I'd just listened to her um, over coffee and um, they'd started to send biscuits out in the post as acts of kindness and I came into the office one day and I think I had been away for uh, maybe a week and not been in and there was an envelope in my pigeonhole and when I opened it it looked a bit dog-eared and in it was a card saying the biscuit and their sort of little postcard and a few crumbs and I think somebody had already opened the envelope and eaten the biscuit so I didn't get my biscuit but you know, the thought was there. Anyway, I digress as always. But the reason I'm telling you all this is the two founders, Lisa and Saskia, um, Phil asked them at the end of the interview, at the end of the discussion, if there was one lesson that they had learned they wanted to share, what would it be? And one of them said, Your business will only grow if you allow yourself to grow and develop. And I actually paused it and rewound it and listened to to that again. Your business will only grow if you allow yourself to grow and develop. And I just thought, wow, how many of us intentionally work on our own growth and our own development we're often so busy focusing on the business on maybe looking at our products evaluating success evaluating our service how how it's received getting feedback looking at our marketing looking at our figures we're so busy focusing on the business and growing the business how often Are we looking at ourselves and where we can grow? And I've already said I'm a huge believer in every day is a school day, but often I'm not as intentional as I could be about my own growth. And when it comes to our impact and our personal branding, growth is a huge part of that. 
isn't it wonderful to have as part of your personal brand that you are somebody who works on your personal development that's always growing what a wonderful um, element of your personal brand but also think about how much more impact you will have if you are learning either technical skills or personal development skills I'm going to come on to that in a minute but I think the key in all this and it's something that I come up against many times is self-awareness because often people don't have the self-awareness to recognize that there are gaps or don't take the time to reflect and see where the gaps are in their knowledge and their development and you know when did you honestly last look and think is it time to refresh my qualifications do I need to take a different approach Um, what are the latest trends in my business do I need to be keeping up to date And do we invest time and money in doing that? These are all questions that this comment made me think about. And, you know, many of you may have heard the name Jim Rohn before. He was one of the gurus in the sort of 70s and 80s in the US. And often the Tony Robbins, the Darren Hardys of this world, a lot of their work references back to Jim Rohn in the first place. And he once said, your income seldom exceeds your personal development. I'll say that again. Your income seldom exceeds your personal development. And he was a great advocate for investing a percentage of your income in your personal development to keep you growing and it's a bit like your comfort zone isn't it as we as we grow then our horizons become much wider we always have potential for growth so do you have a personal development budget I know some people in my network do um I noticed somebody within my network actually posted about it on LinkedIn recently that they have Um, actually dedicate a portion of their income to personal development and I have a coach every year that I obviously pay for but I don't consciously um, intentionally put aside a personal development budget as such yes there is a training budget within my my accounts but I don't sit and think about my own personal development um and I love that idea because actually then it virtually gives you permission to perhaps take up some personal development training go on a retreat go on a um a go and learn um I don't know, a new language, a new skill, um, take your next level coaching, whatever it may be, if you already have the budget there and you rather than looking to think, oh, I'd like to do that and have to find the money to make it happen. And I had a look what people suggested because I'm sure Darren Hardy I couldn't find the figures I did have a look before I recorded this but I'm sure Darren Hardy the personal development guru talks about investing 
10% of your income and it's the most powerful thing he has ever done. It might even be more than that with uh, Darren Hardy. But the figure seems to be for most people between 5 and 10% of income to invest in your personal development. So the question is, why would you do that? Well, obviously, you would be developing new skills, but it keeps you current you know, we all need to keep ahead with technology, don't we? I mean, the influx in AI and chat GPT in the last 12 months is absolutely phenomenal. And I can remember actually the first time I downloaded chat GPT, and this goes against everything that I'm going to talk that I'm talking about today, but I couldn't work it out. And I just thought, oh, this isn't for me and scrapped it. And actually it was the simplicity of it that confused me and it was only when I had a conversation with a business friend of mine who said have you tried it it is absolutely incredible and we sat and had a play together over coffee and it just blew my mind the potential that it has and so sometimes it's just about sticking with things and and figuring it out but we have to keep ahead of new programs on our laptops, don't we? On our computers, every time that maybe Microsoft or iOS release a new version, we may have to learn something new. There may be new trends in your marketplace. I'm always keen to read in social media, in the media, about trends in personal branding because... Whereas I've said before, 13 years ago when I set up the business, nobody called it personal branding. You talked about reputation and profile, but we didn't call it personal branding. And nobody talked about visibility. Visibility is a word that's become much more popular since lockdown when we were all working from home or hybrid working. And the trends in personal branding, certainly from a younger generation that are coming through talking about it, they have quite a different approach to I do. And I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying it's different. And they are all about this social media footprint and the content and how that content impacts your brand and of course the social media reach of your brand is probably well there's no probably about it is going to be far greater than how you show up in person but as you know if you've listened to me for a long time or even if you're fairly new to me on on this platform I'm a big believer that how you show up in person is actually the core to everything and you need to do that inner work and that work on yourself and that's more learning isn't it and coaching but learning about yourself so that you know exactly what you want to share in those um in that content on those platforms so that it's authentic So it's just keeping ahead of those trends and being aware. And even that in itself is learning because it might be that you don't want to learn those new skills, but you might decide you're going to employ somebody to fill that gap. There are, you know, why else would you learn? Well, you might just learn skills for fun. You might decide to learn a new language. Um, Again, I've shared with you before, I decided that I wanted to learn to play tennis and actually I've let that go just because I've been so busy but certainly in the new year once my program's up and running that's that's on my wish list to learn to play tennis 
It might be that you decide to go on a cookery course. It might be that you decide to learn a new sport, whatever it may be. And from a personal development point of view, you might decide to have a coach. I think sometimes people think coaching is about if you need help. And I do believe that things have come a long way and it's so much more acceptable to have a coach now. In fact, in business, it's virtually expected that people have a coach. And certainly if you are somebody who works in the coaching or the training or the mentoring field, I would always say you should have a coach because that's about walking the walk and walking the talk and it keeps us challenged it keeps us open-minded it keeps us curious and on that I just want to talk about growth mindset for a moment because often clients will say no I can't do that um I've always been rubbish at maths or oh I could never present that's not just not something I could do or no, I, I struggle with imposter syndrome. I have imposter syndrome. And it's it's as if there's a full stop after it. It's, it's final. That's who I am. It's fixed. And it virtually becomes part of their identity that that's who they are. And I really believe that it's important to challenge these comments that we make, these statements that we make. These are just thoughts that we have about ourselves and these thoughts that we have over and over again eventually become beliefs. But they started off as a thought. So what about challenging those thoughts? And I will say to them, you know, what if, what if you reframed some of those beliefs? Let's start to challenge them. Are they really true? Are they fixed? You know, so if you say I have imposter syndrome and another colleague of mine, a business friend of mine, Barbara Nixon, wrote a post on this on LinkedIn this morning about imposter syndrome. You know, it's virtually become a badge of honor, an identity. But rather than saying, you know, I have imposter syndrome, why not reframe that as sometimes I feel uncomfortable in certain situations and that's absolutely natural you might say maths isn't my strength, but I'm learning how figures impact in my business. Um, I have a wonderful friend, Martin Meller, who runs finance courses for business owners because we get nervous, don't we, if we don't have the answers. But he says there are no silly questions when it comes to finance. And his great passion is educating business owners on their finances so that they are comfortable and more confident um it may be when it comes to presenting presenting seems a long way off but i'm learning to find my voice and speak up so being open to opportunities and rather than thinking well i can't do that just think okay maybe i can figure this out maybe there is a way to figure this out and I've had to do this today um I was struggling with loom I couldn't work out how to do something and with a bit of googling and a bit of looking it up on their website I got there in the end and sometimes it's in the figuring out that we learn and develop anyway we learn to be more adaptable we learn to find different ways to approach a challenge or a problem. 
we learn to be more resilient. Carol Dweck is the absolute guru on the growth mindset and her work, her research focused on the development of children and how those that are naturally talented actually struggle in later life when they are coming up against challenges because they've not learned the resilience of being adaptable and finding out ways to work things out and sometimes we have to go the long way round to get the result that we want but we get there and we learn ways to learn and learn ways to figure things out rather than it coming as a natural talent to us. I do think sports are great um, leveler when it comes to this type of thing because however good you you are at sport you will often come up against a team or an individual that's better than you we have good days bad days and it's on the bad days all the athletes say that's when they really learn their lessons so how else can we learn um i think there are other way another way we can really learn and this is something that i i mean being truly vulnerable and open and honest with you here this is something I've had to work on over the years and that's being open-minded um I can still be a little bit guilty of there's Deborah's way and the wrong way and I have people in my network that challenge me on that and as I say I'm a lot lot better these days because I've realized that actually the success success comes by surrounding yourself with people that know better than you, that can challenge you, that can bring a different viewpoint. And I once read somewhere, you know, fill your social media feed with people who are different to you that you wouldn't automatically be drawn to and listen to their viewpoints and understand their approach. Because if we don't, we can quickly find ourselves in an echo chamber, can't we? It's the same in a a working environment that isn't diverse. If we don't have different people with their different viewpoints, who are we going to learn from? We're going to keep making the same mistakes, maybe. So I do think this is incredibly important for all of us, but as leaders whether we're leaders of ourselves, we're all leaders in some way, so whether we're leaders of ourselves, and I suppose even more worryingly, if you're a leader of others and you think you're a leader who thinks you know it all, my goodness me, that's a, a dangerous place to be, isn't it? Um, it's not very often, but I have over the years, particularly if I've coached, been asked to coach somebody who is within an organisation so they haven't come to me themselves but you know they first meeting they've usually got their arms folded and very defensive body language as if to say well what can you teach me I've done all the leadership courses I'm not sure you can teach me anything and we've always done it like that and I've been so fine I've been fine so far and I've got this far in my career and nobody's ever challenged them and they don't want to learn and that's really heartbreaking and those are the ones that I actually yeah have some heartache over but they're the ones that when you do get through and make that connection that makes coaching um, and mentoring really special so I do think by learning we obviously learn new skills 
we learn new ideas, we learn different viewpoints, but we develop confidence as well. Yes, we get that immediate dopamine fix when things go well, but when we fall and have to get up again, we develop confidence in that moment because we got back up again and we know that we can back ourselves. Um, it's a bit like learning from failure, isn't it? I was talking, I was at a, a great event last night, the Phil Club. My uh, dear friend Alex Mason has created the Phil Club, which is a network event in, in the Yorkshire region. And the speaker last night was Richard Burhouse, who was the founder of Magic Rock, who, funnily enough, is also a podcast guest of mine, if you're interested. And I was chatting to Richard and we were saying that actually you learn so much in business in the failures, but it's about picking yourself up and saying, OK, what did I learn from that? How can I move on? So rather than... I think it's about being someone who, rather than being someone who says, I can't do that, being someone who says, okay, I'll have a go and I'll have a go at working it out. And I think in those moments you learn so much, but especially about yourself. Um, you know, I love this idea of a personal development budget. I think it gives us permission to try new things it's it's an investment but we've got to believe that we're worth it i can remember on my when i first set up my impact retreat and being very nervous because i wanted it to be in a very special venue i didn't want it to be i wanted it to be a value uh, sorry obviously a value but i wanted it to be value but i didn't want it to be low price i wanted it to be something that people aspired to go to so I wanted a fabulous venue I still now pick the best rooms in the venue and I know it's an investment for people but I make no apology for that because I think when we invest in ourselves like that that again is about that self-worth but after the event people said I didn't realize by taking this time out and reflecting in a safe place how powerful it would be and the impact on that is priceless and I can remember having a conversation with um, a couple of the, the, the guests on my first retreat and they said what would be really great Deborah if you did it over two nights so that we have more time together and more time to reflect and I said well the problem with that is can't believe I'm sharing this on here but I'm all about transparency. The problem with that is that all of a sudden there's two nights and the real cost of the retreat is in the cost of the venue and the hotel. So that will nearly double the price and people won't pay that unless they know about the absolute experience they're going to get. And they said, well, we know it. And I said, but you're, you've experienced it. You've been through it. You've had that experience and you know the value of that. So um, I do think it's interesting how we might invest in a new laptop, we might invest in other equipment within the business, but we don't always have that development budget. And you know what, maybe there is just no way you can feasibly 
put a budget in at this moment in time. But there are so many free resources out there and people will say, well, I haven't got time, I haven't got the money, but that's a choice. Um, There are books out there, there are free podcasts out there. I am always reading a book. I've said before, I always have my pillars in the morning where I have my meditation, I have my exercise. And part of that on a good day is when I read 10 pages of a personal development book. So that might be the latest Brene Brown book. It might be a book on body language so that I'm always keeping myself fresh and listening to other people's points of view. The podcasts out there are incredible. The experts, specific expertise, but also some powerful conversations and often the most powerful ones that I've come across are people I've never heard of that I've just stumbled upon. Maybe I've been in the car driving, listening to something and then it's run on to the next podcast. And just listening to other people and other people's point of views, mentors, um, I quite often enjoy listening to, when I take my son to football practice, I often take uh, two of his friends as well, and just listening to their conversations and their opinions and how they approach things. Gen Z have a very different approach and much of it they learn from TikTok, whether we like it or not, but we can learn so much from them. So what are you going to learn this week? And what would stop you from doing it? Is it confidence because you've not done it for a while or you've forgotten how to learn? And again, I was thinking when um, I came up with the idea for this that we've all done it actually before, haven't we? It's just that we're out of practice. And I was thinking of Oscar, my son at the moment, 16, just started college in the middle of A-levels. Um you know, this year, sorry, next year, in in this birth year, if you know what I mean, he'll learn to drive, there's a new skill, Um, he's doing his Duke of Edinburgh at the moment, so they're having to learn a new skill, so we're just debating what that will be, he's just been on work experience, so that's a new skill, learning about the world of work, learning new social skills, so when we are younger, we're like sponges, aren't we? We're always learning whether we're aware of it or not. So so what can you learn this week? It's, it's about learning to learn again, I think, in some instances. So what will it be? Are you going to learn a language? Are you maybe going to learn to sew? Are you going to pick up some knitting? Are you going to make sourdough? That was trendy over COVID, wasn't it? Or are you going to perhaps do some personal development and some self-reflection? And I just want to leave you with a quote from Gandhi that for me sums this up and is incredibly powerful. He said, live as if you will die tomorrow. Learn as if you will live forever. Have a super, super week. And I will see you on next week's episode. Feeling inspired? If you'd like to know more, please visit my website at deborahogden.com where you can download your own personal brand action plan. And if you've enjoyed this episode, I'd love you to subscribe and share the podcast with your network. Thanks for listening and I'll see you on the next episode.